Everybody, welcome back to Contest Prep University. Joe Klimczewski with Adam Atkinson. Episode three in our series, Why Won't These Peaking Myths Just Fucking Die? Uh, th this one, we're going to talk about training and cardio. And in this peak week plan I have in front of me that was sent to me uh, by multiple people, actually, uh, it's not addressed. So whoever this coach is, but also in parallel, using my client as an example who just wasn't current with this kind of information, he asked me a question, literally, like, when do I start doing two hours of cardio a day? Like, that was his that was his answer for peak week. And he was lean. I mean, he was ready to go. And he just thought this was part of the process. And even though it's not uh, addressed with this plan in front of me, uh, you know, first of all, what I told him, Adam, this is a time to start recovering a little bit. We want to stay active. We want some glycogen turnover. We want the fluid dynamics there happening in our predictable favor as we get closer to the contest, but it's all contingent upon some recovery and feeling better, not beating yourself into the ground in that final week. So are there any uh, places where you may be actually increasing activity or, or what's in, and contrast that if you will, Adam, to what you would really prefer to see? Yeah. It may be increased activity if somebody's not ready, you know, and they are really pushing to that. But my clients in those situations kind of understand it's not really a peak week. And if you do do that, you need to just as oppositely increase, you know, rest and recovery later on in the week. Or maybe if cardio goes up super high, you're not training those days. Or, you know, if you put a lot of effort in one way, you need to take away somewhere else or maybe give more food. So ideally, someone's ready um, many days out. And I see this a lot, just like in your client's case where he was ready, you know, um, you know, he was shredded and some coach gives him two hours of cardio. It just makes no sense at all. Um, just also with the mineral balance and sustaining the physique, when you have such a high cortisol response, you now cause an aldosterone response because of all the exercise and hard cardio you're doing. And if you don't tap on enough variables for rest and recovery, your peak's going to be very hard to manage that week. Yeah, I think a lot of people ask that question just, excuse me, because they anticipate the need for, quote, carb depletion. And, you know, perhaps a lot of coaches are just used to playing from behind. And so they're, they're suggesting more activity. Let's lose another half a pound of body fat. But I, I really do think it has a lot to do with fluid dynamics. And a, a lot of clients are surprised that I keep peak week pretty normal, pretty spread out. Again, they're used to seeing things condensed at the beginning of the week for some kind of depletion mechanism. And I want some recovery. I want I want you to feel good. And I want your muscle tissue to be able to feel full and recovered on contest day, because on stage, you don't realize how long you may be up there posing. And, and that itself will start utilizing glycogen. And if you're, if you're sore, if you're a little bit crampy and, and you just don't have the glycogen to hold because you haven't had that replenishment mechanism, then you're just going to get flatter and softer on stage. And so many judges have commented with my clients that they just got fuller and tighter. Like I, I felt like your client was growing in front of me right on stage and getting tighter. And that's exactly what I want. They're so recovered and we've managed this whole process 
that the warm up backstage is is with a fully recovered body before they even hit hit the stage. Yeah, absolutely. And I think people get into selling peak week plans versus, you know, actually peak week coaching. And I think that's where our industry is really saturated. And I had a client this week, I sent her a peak week and she freaked out because she didn't have show day food yet. She, th there's some missing pieces that we're putting together. And the first thing I told her is remember you hired me as a coach, not a, someone to just give you a plan. And she immediately sounded better when I said that, but she is super type A, anything we can plan, we will plan. And, uh, you know, we're, we're working through it together. And once I said that, she's like, that, that makes a lot of sense. Cause I just, you know, my friend got her peak week. She already has her show day and she got her peak week on Wednesday last week when it starts on Friday. I was like, you know, good for being ahead of the game, but there's probably a reason that coach is that far ahead of the game. It's just a plan versus it's being coached through it. And the last thing I'll say about training and cardio is that it is another good tool and variable you can use. If you feel like you've overcarbed slightly toward the end of the week, if you're doing any kind of a progressive linear load, that may get rid of a little bit of glycogen. Then you have to be ready for the fact that you're going to release some water. And transitionally, you may look a little softer. So you, you really have to know some of the timing, you know, when you can do what. And then if you do start releasing more glycogen because you've added training a little bit, and you're just trying to siphon off a little subcutaneous water or spillover, should you start replacing that glycogen on the other end once that has started so that you're not just getting flatter and softer? There are so many things that go to what you're describing here, Adam, in terms of coaching versus just here's a blanket plan. But we've got two more episodes in the series, and, and we're going to get into some really fine detail. So I hope you guys stay with us. We'll see you next time in CPU.